0: today I want to talk about the problem that your problem has now I put this on Facebook and I could see a a lot of people understand what I said others don't but your problem has got a big problem and the problem your problem has is God now uh, I have seen in in the church I've seen a a typical pattern uh, as people move away from the law into grace And this is what takes place, is under the Old Testament, or uh, I don't want to say Old Testament, under traditional church, what we have been taught was, uh, you know, God has come to one day save us. And what He's done now is, He's come to give us the Holy Spirit, so that we must stop our sins. And what His command to us is, and this is basically what was preached is, the Holy Spirit has come, to convict you of your sin, to tell you what your sins are, then you repent of your sins, and have a new life, and then God will save those, that has repented, and those that have repented of their sins, stopped their sins, would be seen then, as those that are born again, and that is not the gospel, that is not what, what the gospel talks about, and now, in that effort we've had, in trying to do that we found our inability a Great inability we could not do that and in our inability to do that. We found that uh, Frustration comes to our heart wherein we find that it is not possible for us to actually live that life that we've um, That we've been commanded to live in order to be saved and then salvation is seen as going to heaven one day instead of being saved from death. So, um, there's a lot of say about that which which church, which I will teach in the time to come. And I want to tell you, you need to brace yourself for some radical changes in a theology um, and, and stuff that has been in my heart for a very long time and I believe needs to come out and I need to preach about it. So that I want all people to experience the power of God that I'm experiencing in my life. I'm not saying I've made it I don't want to sound like the, the like a Donald Trump you know listen man I I'm, I'm rich and you need a you need to listen you know I'm, I don't want to get into American politics that's not what but you just know what I'm trying to say I don't want to try and boast in look at look at what I've accomplished it, it's not like that at all I just know that the gospel the gospel of Jesus has got power and that that gospel of Jesus can really influence the church and to And and unto that which God has planned for us we can just see what it is and believe upon it and give God a chance to be himself in us now we have come out of this old system we got frustrated in in uh, trying to have these good works and um, trying to get rid of our problems because what we've done is we've made our own ability our problems problem And your willpower is no problem to your problem. Your willpower is no problem to your problem. (laughs) Uh, Your problem feeds on your willpower. Your problem feeds on self. Your problem feeds on, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to have a breakthrough. Your problem feeds on that. And then what has happened is, because our problem had so much food, under the old system we got so frustrated that we we didn't want to hear anything about a problem anymore we didn't want to hear anything about solving of a problem we didn't want to hear anything about a new life Uh, we then heard that god loved us we got to a place where we got so into actually self-hatred and self-disgust where where we say well um, you know I don't even love myself I know God doesn't love me God can't accept me and then we start to hear the message of God's love God loves you the way you are God loves you where you are God doesn't find these value in um, his value and the, the way he defines you is not by what you do for him and we said ah glory to God you know um and that sounds so great, and that sounds like such a, a word of acceptance. And then we've come and we said, you know, this word of willpower unto a good life is from the devil. We don't want to hear anything about a good life. We don't want to hear anything about fruit. We want to hear about how loved we are. We want to hear about how accepted we are, for that heals our hearts. That brings us to a place of of. Uh, Uh, of of an experience of peace and joy and we find peace and joy naturally coming to our lives you know and uh, we we are so happy as a church and we are as a church we are at a place where we've never been before we are at a place where we there's new horizons for us there's new views for us there's new um, uh, visions there's this excitement this it's almost like like a, a, a couple that has fallen in love and we see the the beauty of each other, and we've got a whole future ahead of us, and that is what God has got for us, and that is where I see the church now. And and um, and what has happened is we've got something called the Bible, and now when we read the Bible, there are scriptures and passages in this Bible that talks about fruit, that talks about good works, where in Paul tells people do this good work, do that good work, and and all of that. And what we have now done is we've come to a place where we said, well. I don't know if I want to hear anything about good works. I don't know if I want to hear anything about the solving of problems and, and, and all of that, because I connect that with pain and hurt and all of that. But let me tell you something. The moment we start to realize what salvation is, and how cleverly Satan came, and wanted to pollute um, the gospel by bringing hurt in the area of what God saves us unto that our hearts would reject what God actually saves us unto we are you know he's got us exactly where where we where he wants us in a place where we are very happy that God loves us but God cannot live in us and that is not what God wants for us Church, the church God wants to share His life with us. The Grace Church, the church that believes in the love of God, is a church that can be powerful, that can have signs, wonders, and miracles. A church that that can have people that live in extraordinary love and kindness, not on account of them trying to live it, not on account of them trying to bring it forth, not on account of them... um, Uh, 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 trying to obey God by loving others but an account of God living in people which is people that are have been made whole that haven't doesn't have a life based on hurts and pains and all those kind of things Um, people that can actually enjoy God's quality of life now I want to go to Titus and 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 just read Titus 3 here Is it 3 now, or 2? No, 3. It says, it says um, in verse 2, Titus 3 verse 2, To speak evil of no man, to be no brawler, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men, for ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, um, serving different lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another, now listen to what Paul is saying here church, look at the problems that they had in their lives, they, he says let us speak evil of no man, let us not be fighters, let us not fight with one another, let us be gentle, let us show meekness and kindness to all men, so if there are people living in sin, if there are people living a life that is not good, let us not speak evil of any man, let us not speak evil of people that do evil, let us not speak evil, let us be very practical, let us not speak evil of people that are pro-gay marriage. I am not uh, pro-gay marriage, but I'm not going to speak evil of gays. I'm not going to speak evil of, 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 um, you know, people that sell drugs. Neither am I going to allow myself to be bullied by them. I I just want to say that to the church as well. Just a little bit off the topic there, but we don't have to allow us to be bullied by them. What we do is we show love to all people, we show kindness to all people for, now listen to this, for we ourselves also had, were also sometimes foolish. Now this is what he says here. These people had a problem with foolishness. They had a problem with disobedience. They were deceived. You know, to have, to have deception as a problem is a very big problem i mean how do you get somebody out of deception that is a very big problem we who try to teach grace and see that people are deceived into law and all those kind of things we see how difficult it is by our own power to get people out of deception we see how it how difficult it is to have a change of mind by your own power it is so difficult we can't get it right he says here he says paul goes on he says that he himself and the we talks about the church there. were are also serving different lusts and pleasures. That what serving different lusts and pleasures means. We were enslaved to different lusts and pleasures. Now you can just think of what that can can uh, talk about and what that can point to. It can point to the worst things you can ever imagine. Like uh, here was was Paul and these people. They might have been. They might might have loved to party and. Uh, um, get drunk and uh, you know, a part of he was also, I'm sure he included people here that loved having sex orgies and whatever sins, you know, real problems man, hateful and hating one another so here Paul comes, he says basically, let us love the foolish, let us don't speak evil of the disobedient let us not speak evil um, of those that are serving all different kinds of lusts and off all different kinds of pleasures that lives in malice and envy envy i envy that guy's clothes i envy that guy's car i envy why can he be so wretched do you know what a big problem that is try and stop envy let me see you you're not, you're not going to stop it i tell you now it's humanly impossible your problem is a very big problem The problem you have cannot be solved by your own ability. The problem you have when you are in a place where you are foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving different lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another, that problem, um, you know, is a big problem. That problem is a problem that says... You are never going to experience God's quality of life. Because living in envy is not experiencing God's life. Um, Even being loved while you live in envy is you are experiencing God loving you. But you are still not experiencing what it is to have the life of God inside you. The highest quality of life which is to love someone that envies. So that that being set free from that the weapons of our warfare that we had under the old system where we had willpower and word of faith trying to confess it through push it through uh i, I don't know what we've tried to do doesn't have any power against that it, it, the, the 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 problem was bigger than the solution but now it comes in the next verse in verse five it says but but after that the kindness and love of God our Savior towards all men appeared, now, what is he talking about here? Let's read verse 5. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit which he shed on us abundantly through jesus christ now verse 4 and 5 is so important he says we all lived these lives we had problems but after that the kindness and the love of god our savior towards man appeared." so he says there's a kindness and a love of god which is our Savior, after His kindness and His love appeared to us. And now He explains what this kindness and the appearing of His kindness is. And this is it: that we not by works of our righteousness that we have done, but according to His mercy, were saved. Saved from what? Saved from foolishness, disobedience. Um different, being enslaved to different lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. So he says, I could not stop myself hating somebody. We could not stop ourselves being enslaved, but the kindness of God, which is, he is so kind, that he came and saved us from hating people he's saying salvation is not from going to hell one day it, it, let, let us get uh, uh, are you saying badly that there is no hell no there is a hell and people will people experience hell today and people will experience hell in the afterlife and then the bible also says that uh, hell and death uh, and hades and all of, all of that will be put in the in the pool of fire and then its smoke will go up, um, talk about the eternal destruction of it forever. So I'm not saying there is not such a thing. What I'm saying is that the gospel of Jesus is not the message of how God wants to, of how God keeps you from hellfire. The gospel message, although it can include that, but the true gospel message is how God in His kindness comes and redeems us from a life of being enslaved to different lusts, being enslaved to pleasures th- that is not from Him, being enslaved to living in malice and envy and be hateful and hating one another, being enslaved to foolishness and disobedience and deceive, being deceived. So what happens is, we have a problem. God promised us life. He promised us eternal life and and there's a problem that we have we have something inside us inside the human being and that is called death and sin and this thing destroys the life God intended for us and then what we do because we are um, free will agents we say we are going to apply a remedy. To this problem. And we're going to use willpower. We're going to apply the law. We're going to apply do's and don'ts. As a medicine. To the problem of lust. We're going to say don't lust. We're going to say don't be angry. We're going to say don't hate. Don't be bitter. Don't this, don't that. And we're going to apply that. And our ability to obey the law. And by that we're going to heal ourselves. Of our problems. Now that is not. A strong enough remedy that antibiotic is too weak to kill what is killing you. You needed something stronger. You needed, uh, we need something that is going to be a problem for our sickness. When our sickness sees this, it must be problematic to it. And here, God comes onto the scene. And what is the problem that our sickness and our disease in the flesh is facing? The problem that, that your sin is facing now is what Paul calls here the kindness and love of God of our Savior. The kindness and love of God of our Savior which is to heal your flesh by taking all your death, nailing it to a cross, then taking your body and raising it up and granting you immortality and eternal life and heals your flesh from sin and death that is the problem it's facing it's facing the kindness of God it's facing the love of God that appears in us and how did the kindness and the love of God appear in saving us from all these things how? by God fulfilling His promise which is take a human body and raise it up into immortality and and healing the human body from the death inside it and the sin inside it glory to God so now how do we access that very simple we see the kindness of God his death his resurrection as we believe upon it we find oh my goodness I have now entered the place Where my mind is at rest at the Divine influence of God upon humans Where in God said I promise you Holiness I promise you life I promise you righteousness That is what he said and when we enter that spirit of faith, we, when we believe that we receive the spirit of God, which is a spirit of faith, to be persuaded of. When we receive that, we, we receive the spirit of God in us. And then that spirit of the trusting, relying upon the love of God to bring things forth in your life, heals your flesh of sin in the flesh. Heals your mind heals your emotions and as long as what you believe this you find God's life manifesting in you glory to God church I wanna say this and and, and I'm just gonna um, end this off by reading verse 5 he says let let me let let me read verse 2 and verse 5 1 and 1 2 & 5 Paul a servant of God, an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and the acknowledging of the truth which is after godliness. So he says, "Here I, I'm going to acknowledge a truth, which is after godliness." He says, "This truth," another translation says, "a truth that produces godliness," in the hope of eternal life, or this truth based on the hope of eternal life so there is a truth about me that is inside god which gives me a hope that i will have eternal life and that my body will never die that i can even be raised from the grave that hope and the truth that can bring that hope will also produce holiness in your life That is what it says. He says, "In the hope of eternal life, which God, which cannot lie, promised before the world began." Let us. Let this is also called grace. Let let me read verse eleven. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly and righteously and godly in this present world. Now, when when the Bible says, and, and I, I'm getting into stuff I didn't even plan to say. When the Bible says, teaching us denying ungodliness and worldly lust, it doesn't mean commanding us. There's a difference between telling somebody what he must do and teaching somebody how to do it. So, what he saying here, he says, the grace of God, God's, and, and this is the grace of God, the grace of God is God's kindness, and God's goodness, which is the greatest problem that your sin has ever faced, your sin, and you in a bad state, Is facing a loving God that will not speak evil of you that will not judge you that will not condemn you that will uh, That will bring forth his nature in you. That is what it's facing And that is called the grace of God. It's called the salvation of God. It's called the mercy of God It's called the kindness of God and that is the problem that your son has because in the presence of acceptance, in the presence of love, in the presence of kindness, in the presence of a God that says, don't Try and have life, but I promise you my life and the presence of such a God when you believe that God, your sin has got the greatest problem for the problem it's facing is the resurrection power of God that raises up kindness, that raises up generosity, that raises up love for your neighbor, that raises it up in your life, setting you free from all bondage and all sin and all those kind of things. So your problem's got a real problem. God is the problem of your problem. And this is what it says here, that grace teaches us. Now let me explain what a teacher does. A bad teacher, say uh, 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 you teach the 100 meter dash, sprints, you teach that. And this is how you teach. You tell the child, run the hundred meters faster than anybody else you're not a teacher man you're a fool that is not teaching anybody anything you've wasted your breath you could have stayed home a teacher is somebody who takes a person and enables him to do something so the grace of God the, the message of God taking all our death into him dying our death Promising us eternal life by His Spirit and His doing, not our works of our righteousness, but He's doing. He raises us up into people that has been saved from foolishness, disobedience, dis- being deceived, uh, um, serving lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy and hateful and hating one another. Saving us from that, how? By being kind to us. By showing us that by our own problems, power, we cannot be set free from it. By promising us and saying to us, listen guys, I will save you from it. Trust me. And the moment we believe it and we see that God possessed the power, he's even got the power to solve the problem of physical death. And when we believe that, we receive the Spirit that is the greatest problem to all our sins, that is the greatest problem to our death, that our sins and death fear. And that Spirit raises us up. Glory to God. Well, I think that um, sin and death has got a problem. And that problem is God. And that's why the Bible says, shall we continue to sin now that we are in grace? No, God forbids it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me pray for you. Father, I want to thank you so much that I could make this broadcast today. And As people are listening to this message, I think they are deeply impacted, wonderfully touched and set free. Just there where you are, just go and say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. I believe that the Father can raise me up. My sin has got no power. After sin has demonstrated all its power by bringing you to death, Jesus, the Father, by promise, raised you up. And in the presence of this, all doubt disappears. And we believe. And receive the same spirit that raised christ from the dead therefore our death has died you conquer death and now we have the promise of life and holiness we receive it amen and amen thank you so much for slotting in if any one of you needs any counsel right now or any prayer or if you want to receive jesus as your savior please go to dynamicministries.com click on web fellowship and then click on any of the web pastors there and fellowship with them you can also speak to them they would uh, get back to you they would contact you and uh, help you to receive the Lord help you with questions you have help you by praying for you and assist you please feel free to slot into our face to face group meetings which is like cell group meetings um, and uh, uh, look at our web fellowship we have slot in there, everything is at dynamicministries.com under web fellowship, everything you need to know about our web fellowship is there, so uh, thank you for slotting in, and thank you for allowing me to serve you with this wonderful message, God bless you.